Welcome to the JJ Sports Podcast. This week we have conversation about Bubba Wallace, about MLS returning, and about the NBA returning. And finally, baseball is back. That's coming up on the JJ Sports Podcast. Welcome on in to the JJ Sports Podcast here. Today's episode, this week, we're talking about of course, Bubba Wallace and the racial uh, implications and what that has to do here with the NASCAR world. Also today, going to get to um, baseball coming back. Last time, last episode, we really. critical into what baseball was doing. So this time we're going to give them a little credit. They got back. They did what they're supposed to do. And they're going to be back very shortly. Uh, July 24th is their start date. Also, I'm Jared Bear, and welcome to the JJ Sports Podcast. <laughs> we are rolling. It's our third we had, we've uploaded a classic episode. This is our third original episode. The classic was our attempt to do one on uh, YouTube. We did that. It was, I mean, listening to it now, it really the world has changed a lot in just about three months. Or not two and a half months, I'd say, right now, since we did the JJ Sports Podcast. So let's dive right in today. We've got Bubba Wallace, incident with NASCAR, of course. Bubba Wallace, the only black driver in NASCAR. He really has embraced this um, after Black Lives Matter kind of started is he has embraced his role in NASCAR, the only one. But, of course, we all know the FBI, no charges were made to anyone involved. They said it was the noose was just a garage door string and it had nothing to do with anybody in the garage. Nobody's wrongdoing it was simply there since last year. I mean, kind of got. Yeah. Gonna give uh, the guys at Talladega a hard time because. They didn't clean it out. They didn't do anything about it. You didn't, they didn't, uh, you'd think that between October and March, or no, they were in, in June now, so. You'd have somebody go through and make sure everything looks neat. But of course, NASCAR's only there one weekend 
per season. Once in the or spring, once in the fall, here they're in the summer because of all the postponements. So, all in all, is the noose really, we need to stop making him the victim, but we do need to embrace the change that was coming. We all get together and embrace that NASCAR is meant for all. And that all should be included in NASCAR at all the levels of the team, all the way from owner down to the lowest end of the, the crew. All right, we're back going to baseball now. MLB players and owners could not reach an agreement. So uh, the owners decided to go with the original proposal, which was agreed to by the players back in March. This proposal is very similar to the one that the owners tried to pass just recently, but the postseason will remain at 10 teams total, five in the national, five in the American, and it will be the same format as last year, so you should expect very much similar. So I, and it gave Ron Manfred the power to enact the season, as you may well know. And that's why we're going to be playing baseball on July the 24th with, on uh, Fox, ESPN, and the MLB Network. And, of course, all the regional sports networks, which is bigger in baseball than the other sports. The regional sports networks contribute to a lot of the revenue. Okay, so when we're talking about baseball here, the players were never going to give in to the owner's demand. The players were always going to be rejecting them. They wanted the owners to have to concede and give up and give in to what the players wanted. But instead, what we got here is a situation where the owners obviously probably won this. They're only playing 60 games. They get the prorated salaries, but the owners never caved. And uh, I think it's important to note that um, the players' union is strong, the owners are strong. And this is a fight that may continue into the future, but. Um, I think we're in a good place financially. Baseball, obviously, not as financially well off as the NFL, college football, or even the NBA. So they got some work to do, obviously. Got to drive in some more dollars. They have the longest season. And it's, it is what it is. Okay, guys, so we got to take a break.
We will be right back here on the JJ Sports Podcast. Welcome on in. Uh, segment number two of the JJ Sports Podcast. We got NBA released on Friday night. So it will. We will start with a doubleheader on TNT. The Lakers and Clippers will be the nightcap. We'll start with Zion Williamson uh, and the Pelicans taking on Utah. And I mean, very interesting. How many national TV games we've got coming down the stretch of the season? Is a lot. There's quite a lot of national TV games, and it's and they also did a. a uh, a unique thing on the last two days of the season where we're going to see the Thursday yeah Thursday night will be on TNT um we'll have three games that get selected probably two days in advance and then we will have those games as a triple header on TNT and the following will be ESPN will have the same thing these will probably be games with big playoff implications and the eight seed nine seed and potentially um, other seeds that could move on the final day, and that's why they have a simultaneous, or they'll have the last selection is to get those going. So another thing that we've got is they decided to put Clippers Lakers the first game in the Western in the at least the first game in the late window. For the Western viewers. This is. Huge. I mean. The Clippers Lakers game. Here matters way more than it would. At a later slot. It. It provides meaning for. The LA market. And it really could show us a preview. Of what we. For what to come. But obviously the first. Three games are probably going to be sloppy. It's not going to be the, the basketball. We're used to seeing. On a regular basis, it's not even close to what we'll hopefully can see in the playoffs on a normal year. And this would be very interesting. Some teams will be ready, some teams won't, and it'll be very, very obvious. Now, what I didn't expect was to see uh, a Sunday night game on ABC, I believe, is what uh, was shown to me. I think it's Bucks Rockets is going to be a Sunday night game. Is that correct on ABC? Yeah, they got a, I think that's what is right. Um, and then they'll have a Spurs Pelicans, I think, also a Sunday afternoon game on ABC. So Zion making an appearance there and then some Eastern Conference teams as well. Um, and the Celtics and Bucks will each be on ABC. Let's not focus too much on the schedule. Fine. It's good. We'll deal with it. So they're going to play in, in these triple headers. They're going to have game one will be in arena, let's say, A, which is like they have like the arena is one of them. And the other one. There's one that's like the Visa something, and then I don't even know the other one. So they'll have three arenas. They said, so basically two are going to alternate for national TV games. So in a quadruple header, two, the first and third one will be in one arena, and the second and fourth one will be in another one. 
that's for the ESPN triple header. And then typically the games that aren't on national TV are going to be in Arena 3. Some NBA TV games are going to be there as well in the Viso Arena or whatever. So that's kind of interesting is that when you, you typically when you see back-to-back games in the same location, they're in the same place, so there won't have to be a, a warm-up between games. It'll just be your typical... And the warm-ups will be behind the scenes because, except for the opening game, I guess, let's see, some warm-up shots, I guess. But very pleased to see that the NBA got their schedule out. They're committed now, and there's no backing out. MLS was an absolute disaster until they finally got this schedule out. ESPN and Fox were fighting over what should be what ESPN should be compensated for producing all these games and making them televised from the ESPN Wild World of Sports. Now we have an MLS schedule. We have some big matches on the table. I'm so excited that this is actually happening. So what we know now is Fox will have one game on uh, Big Fox. ESPN and ESPN2 will combine to have a majority of the games. So you start the season with ESPN doubleheader. Then we get uh, all the ESPN, all the games that happen at 8 a.m. Central Time, 9 Eastern, will be on ESPN, ESPN Deportes. And then 2DNA, T-U-D-N, if you don't call it 2DNA, will have uh, the Spanish games exclusively. They'll have exclusive games with English commentary on their Twitter page, on the 2DNA Twitter page, 2DN. Search that into your Twitter um, search bar. So those games will be absolutely free, I believe, is what... So even if you don't have, like, a cable subscription. Uh, So Saturday, July 11th, is Fox's first broadcast window. They have Atlanta United and New York Red Bulls. I've already seen plenty of advertisements for... This Atlanta United against New York Red Bulls game. I'm really excited to see Atlanta against New York. Um, I when I saw the draw, this was one of the games that pointed out that stuck out to me. I'm like, well, it doesn't have the kind of worldwide appeal of an LA versus LA, but Atlanta United and New York have had great matches since they. Since Atlanta joined the MLS. And then you got Cincinnati Columbus on FS1. I mean, the group stage, we see that uh, only one game for the whole tournament on Fox. Which is kind of disappointing, but it's kind of what uh, we should expect. I mean, Fox would, would only does weekend broadcasts on, on its uh, Fox Over the Air channel unless it's an MLS fi- final. Then uh, uh, they'll They'd probably make an exception there. So we get, of course, LA. And then I also noticed that the Saturday games 
are the ones where you want to be watching because you got LAFC like Galaxy on the second Saturday. So then we get to the knockout stage, ESPN2, ESPN, FS1, have games. But what is really I hate about t- tournaments with like a weird amount of teams is that there's Group winners who go against group second places, and then there's group winners who go against third place. It's like, it's not fair, guys. It's not fair. Some group winners go against a second place team. Some second place teams have to go against a group winner. Some second place teams have to go against other second place teams. It's so unfair, guys. I mean, I don't know what they needed to do, but if you if you win the group, you should have to play a team... You should have to play an equal opponent to another team to win the group. Obviously, I think the Group A winner does deserve some kind of uh, additional thing because you had to win the group over five teams instead of over over uh, three other teams. So, no games on FS2, which is good. Which they almost had an uh, MLS Cup playoff game on FS2, uh, but. Quarterfinal will be on ESPN two. One of the, or uh, I mean, one of the semifinals will be on ESPN two. Which is, uh, what, what you should expect, I guess, um, because they have NBA obviously going head to head against it. Okay. So you can check out the full schedule, MLSsoccer.com, for all the details. There'll be games on Twitter, and there'll be uh, one game live on Fox, and there will also be games on ESPN, FS1. And obviously, I would recommend uh, YouTube TV, probably if you want to watch the games for the cheapest option. Uh, you get the English commentary on uh, Twitter for two day night games. But YouTube TV has a great DVR. So if you miss, if you, especially for the uh, early games in ESPN, if you miss those, you can watch them later on YouTube TV. I love the the day of the best DVR, uh, hands down, uh, on YouTube TV. I mean, really, any service that has ESPN and FS1 are the ones you want. Uh, some are more expensive than the others. YouTube TV is very solid. It's like the exact thing you want, and then it's got, um, I believe, three simultaneous streams on, on uh, YouTube TV. So you can watch, I guess, on three different televisions. You can watch your, your MLS on one. You watch your NBA on another. I'm, I don't know what else you'd be watching. Maybe some... I don't know what else you'd be watching. You can watch... Uh, your, your wife or husband or anyone else can watch something else, I guess. That'll do it. Thanks for joining another episode of the JJ Sports Podcast. We will be back next week. Hopefully. I don't wait to the last second. I had recorded a segment roasting the MLS, and then by the time I wanted to upload it, 
I saw that the schedule was out. And that's why there's such a delay on this week because I, so, I got so mad at myself that that I was behind the curve and that things have already happened. And guess what? Things are good. We got we got NBA back. We got MLS back. We got everything back, even including baseball. Uh, NFL, uh, we'll hopefully hear more about the NFL and how training camps are starting next, hopefully within the next few weeks. Me personally, I will be training for football starting July 6th is when they uh, cleared training to begin. That's about a month after uh, colleges in the state were allowed to go. I believe on June 7th is when they let them go. We will, I think we could have gone July 1st, but that's two days. And then you got a weekend, July 4th weekend, which we celebrate on July 3rd because July 4th is on a Saturday. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Hopefully you guys enjoyed. Download the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Give us a review. Whatever. Some Anyway, somehow share it. Like it. Whatever button seems like it'll help me. You want to smash that button. Thank you guys. See you next time.